getting up this recorder. Let's recap what I just said off the top. If you left this game early, I don't feel bad for you. I pity you. You're a sucker. I can feel bad a little bit of it, but that was fun. It was heartbreaking to have that loss. It's heartbreaking because you had all this promise and everything. And yeah, I. you want to start the season off straight. People came out to this game. They wanted to see, they desperately wanted to see a win. Props to everyone who stayed late into the game and kept cheering their ass off at the end. Kuzno saying stadium was 70% empty at the end. That's sad. I get it, though. You, you, get, you get that kind of bomb thrown on you the way you did. I understand if you're leaving, but at the same time, like, I don't understand. I want to start off the top by saying that I love the Coyones on Dan Campbell. I love his Coyones. Going for it on fourth down as much as he did. Two-point conversions as much as he did. Never give up. Never surrender. Chris, talk about the five-yard passes for 58 minutes today. <laughs> uh, look, Goff, Goff's going to be an interesting study in this game. I don't think Goff... Goff played adequately. Can I use that word, you know, for myself, adequate? He played adequately. He made the... We all know that getting that ball down the field is not his strength. And yes, that pick six near the end of the first half was very backbreaking. That's where it felt a lot of the energy was taken out of the building, was taken out of the sails of this team, and it's where things really started to fall apart. But he still kept making some pretty accurate passes. I still haven't seen the full stat line yet. Yes, I, I agree with Kuzno. No real wide receivers to throw to. Amon Ross St. Brown, very quiet in spite of all the hype we have. He, was, he showed up late in the game, but Khalif Raymond was probably the one wide receiver whose name I saw being called. Quintez Cephas started to come up uh, a little later in the game, too. But for a lot of the game, it was the Jamal Williams show, it was the DeAndre Swift show, and TJ Hawkinson got involved as well. If nothing else, the Lions look good on the ground. If nothing else, to start the season, Jamal Williams not only on pass catching, but on running out of the backfield. That guy never gave up. He had that aura, 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 anime energy going to him. DeAndre Swift, I don't know. I, I know I doubted him for a good long while just because I am not used to uh, running backs in Detroit, but he played very well. Derek Boberic says, how about those kneecaps at the end? Yeah, kneecaps were bitten. 49ers did not get out of here without a damn scare on their hands. Feel proud about that. That's a team that wants to go to the playoffs and were, was trying to figure out what they had between Trey Lance and between Jimmy Garoppolo, and you made it hard for them. You made it real hard for them. I'm, again, I'm going to talk about Panay Sewell in a second. I just got to get the overall thoughts of the game out of my way right now because I was fired up. If this is the kneecap-biting era, I'm all for it. Let's talk a little bit. I'm going to get to some of the questions. I'm sorry, chat's going a little close here, and I see we're already getting a hype train very close. So I'm trying to read everything I can. I apologize. This is usually why Jeremy um, this is why Jeremy runs this, and I'm just the fill-in. Fear was on the face of San Francisco at the end. They thought they could just start playing. They thought they could just start playing their second stringers, seeing what they had, taking this out. I, they got serious at the end because they started bringing the house on, on Jared Goff. But until then, man, things were going bad for them. And they only had Jimmy G to turn to. Yeah, kneecaps. 
Own it up, folks. Own it up. This is the kneecap era. We're biting them. We're biting them and doing that. Um, okay, I, I've said enough. I want to talk about Penesul, and we'll get back to more thoughts on it. I don't know. I know there was a lot of discussion on Twitter this week about Penesul's development. There's some vodka in this. I know there's a lot of talk about Penesul's development because you've trained him all offseason to be the right tackle. And at the last moment, you have to move him back to left tackle and say, hey, Rook, you got to handle Nick Bosa. And yes, there were a couple times where Nick Bosa beats you. But guess what? That's going to happen because that's Nick bleeping Bosa. But he held his own for a lot of the game. I thought he did really well. I'm going to be curious to see the PFF scores. I'm going to be curious to see stuff like Jeff uh, Jeff Schwartz and other O-line experts who maybe watch it. He looked good. There was a lot of concern this offseason now, and there was even more concern when Sewell had to get moved back to left tackle. Oh, maybe this was better if we had taken, you know, Justin Fields. Oh, maybe this is why I wanted Rashawn Slater, because he could start right away. Oh, you know, this is going to really mess with his development. I didn't see any messed up development out there, folks. He looked raw. He looked young because he is raw and young, but he played very well for raw and young. You cannot deny that. Yeah, I agree. Crosby really can't be brought back. Like Nelson wasn't fantastic out there, but I, I, I thought Sewell looked great. I think if you're giving game balls out, you give one out to Panay Sewell. You want to give one out to Jamal Williams. And who, who do you guys think should be the third ball? I don't want to quite give it to Jared Goff. I thought at the end he looked better. But still, there was a lot of in-between bad. Hawk? Yeah, Hawkinson definitely. Definitely Hawkinson. Not just on the touchdown, but like he had some toe tappers to really keep it in bounds. I agree. Flowers is another good one too. Flowers, Flowers showing up for some big plays late in the game. Not something we usually see out of it. But I think it is... I'm gonna, it's all offense for your game balls. You give it to Panay Sewell, Jamal Williams, who looks like a Swiss Army knife out there. Not We all thought he was just going to be a pass-catching running back. He, had, uh, he was averaging six yards on the ground, too, with that touchdown as well. Uh, let's see here. 54 yards, nine carries, and then in the air, eight receptions, 56 yards, and a touchdown uh, on the ground. So he's averaged, he got over 100, he's got 110 yards from the line of scrimmage, from scrimmage. He kicked ass. He absolutely kicked there. He kicked butt and he never, like, he was one of those guys who, we talk about the energy on this team. We talk about the energy of the coaches. You guys probably saw in the broadcast, Aubrey Pleasant getting in the face and yelling at uh, Jeff Okuda uh, several times and also hugging him later on, which, uh, yeah, Okuda was Look, I don't think Okuda was bad in this game. Uh, we, we're going to talk about it a little bit. Okuda just gave up a big play. That's what it was. I don't think Okuda was that bad in this game. I'm not a cornerbacks expert. I will go back and watch the tape more, and we'll probably get a better view on it. But I don't think he played that bad. It's just that that was a back-breaking touchdown to give up. I think I think that was just a back-breaking touchdown to give up at the end. The backfield is not great. Defensive backfield is not great. He had a few bad reps, but he wasn't all that bad MO. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't I, I I know that it's early. This is the other thing too. This is week one. You guys should not be casting heavy judgments right now. Week one, I don't know if you guys are seeing the rest of the NFL scoreboard. It's weird out there right now. 
It's very, very, very weird. I would not be surprised, but uh, the Vikings lost. The Vikings lost. All right. We like to see that. The Vikings were in overtime. They did fumble it away when they were going to uh, set up for a field goal. So Cincinnati gets that win. So we're not uh, we're not totally down in the NFC North. We're not totally down. You're telling me there's a chance. Yeah, <laughs> Vikings lost to Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, my fantasy team had T. Higgins and got carted off. I'm not happy about that. Yeah, Will Harris is one of the guys who did not play well. There are some still some stinkers out there, um, but I don't think Okuda Okuda was had some bad plays. But again, I don't think his overall corpus is bad. Like. If you want to kill him for the bad plays, that's that's fine. But I, it's you when you're talking about when you're talking about like when you talk about cornerbacks, you got to talk about all the plays because you only notice the ones where they get burned. Okuda was draped all over Samuel. That's good coverage on a speedy guy. Give pleasant time with him. I agree, quirky. I agree with that. Yeah, you're you're gonna see what you want. In Okuda is is the thing. I would just say you, you're gonna have to look at all the plays he he does. The defense is going to remain a very, very bad problem. You are getting picked apart. Lions, like, that's a good offense out there. And you are lucky that George Kittle decided he wanted to be more of a pass block, more of a um, more of a run blocker than a pass-catching tight end today. I believe he only had, he only had four catches today. 70, 78 yards, but still, like... I, it's been years since we saw a Lions team fight like that. Under Patricia, this team would have given up, folded in. You can't, you can't tell me they wouldn't have. This was a completely different attitude for a team out there today. And the last few minutes completely changed the narrative. But I also like, again, and I mentioned it earlier, that Dan Campbell is aggressive start to finish. To start the game, two fourth down tries. And that first fourth down try that failed probably doesn't if Jamal Williams keeps his footing. There's a few guys early on who were tripping over the uh, Ford Field turf. Would Stafford have completed the comeback? That is an excellent question. I think so. I think Stafford would have got the ball downfield better and more accurately to some of the... Because there there were some wide receivers who were down the field on that final drive that just a couple of them were just going over that. And you could tell on those final three plays that Goff was struggling to make his reads and uh, find a place to put it because they were bringing the house. I think Stafford would have picked up the pressure a lot better. But you don't have Stafford, unfortunately. Yeah, that's too many checkdowns. That's your that's your man, man. Jared Goff is the is captain checkdown. It's just who he, it's who he is. He's, he's used to making short throws, quick reads, you have to play with those as strengths, not your limitations. Stafford may have thrown a pick to come back. Yeah, I, I don't know. We don't have Stafford here to play the simulation. Maybe maybe for the next Madden sim, we should have Jeremy hook up these uh, circumstances and try to and try to do it. You had them. You had the 49ers, one of the favorites to go to the NFC playoffs this year. Maybe some even to go far in the NFC playoffs. You had the 49ers on the ropes in this game. Your first game as a head coach, new organization, whole new coaching staff, a bunch of young players in the backfield, a bunch of young players on offense, a very young player, a very young star player that you just drafted 
on your offensive line after you've spent the offseason telling him to play right tackle, now asking him to play left tackle because you lost your star, your star left tackle. I think you take some hope from this. I, I don't think that hope's going to win you many games this year. But again, we've been saying this all offseason. This is a long-term project. They mention it multiple times on the broadcast. Six-year deals for them. You, you are going to have to have some patience here. You're going to have to have some patience here. You're going to have to just take a deep breath. I don't blame fans if they're if they went to the game and were mad because it looked like this team for a while wasn't wasn't fighting. And I hope that's the lesson the team takes away from it is don't stop fighting. New Orleans uh, New Orleans up early on Green Bay. Yeah, man, week one's weird. What about Matt Patricia's ample bosom? Matt Patricia's ample bosom. Nick the Greek, who asks us to say this every stream. Nick, Matt Patricia's ample bosom is not getting you into this ball game. Not getting you into this ball game. Like, come on. I know it's a loss. That's going to suck at the end of the day. As an old friend, as an old friend of mine, as an old teacher of mine says, sports is a short menu, wins and losses. By the way, uh, I don't like my... Ryan and I on the gambling podcast did take San Francisco minus seven and a half. We do cover in that regard. However, the line apparently on Sunday was San Francisco minus nine. So you lose if you took them that late. But as some, as one of the other Vegas guys I follow says, you had all summer to get San Francisco minus seven. It's on you if you didn't pull the trigger there. This team is different. Yes, I agree with that handy. This team is different. Apex says it too. This just feels so different. Like, I, I don't want to project too much because I have been out and out on how much I did not like Matt Patricia. I did not like him as a person. I did not like how he coached the team. But this was a team that was fighting for its coaches, that was fighting for the team to the very bitter end. You take pride in that, man. <laughs> you took them down when the line was seven and a half. Do you still get them when the line changes? No, yes, yes. Whatever the line is, when you put that in, you get them at that line. So they don't change it to minus nine on you if you're new to Vegas. You keep your ticket at minus seven and a half. So, yeah, almost really covered. Yeah, I mean, um, do you think Cephas will see the field more next week? I believe so. Um, I think it's just, I see that, I see that he's leaning on, that Goff is leaning on Khalif Raymond. Like, Khalif Raymond is your leader in receptions for wide receivers at three, at three receptions, 50 yards. He he gave out eight receptions to Hawkinson, Swift, uh, like, 30 targets, 30 targets between Swift, Willie, Jamal Williams, and TJ Hawkinson. So he was he was not going for wide receivers much. Let me count this up here. Da, 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 da. He targeted he targeted wide receivers like 30 for those guys, and then he targeted wide receivers, I think about let's see, 10, 20, uh 26 times. We did expect that. Yes, we expected that. We knew Goff was looking better at going for his guys in short yardage, which is where his strength is. His strength is in the short yardage. Like how our team didn't make mental errors in the comeback. Too many times we have drive game ending mental mistakes. No, I agree. Like Goff didn't throw an intercept. Goff didn't throw an interception in those final drives. 
Goff didn't throw an interception that final in those final drives. He he tightened up a little bit. He wasn't great getting it down the field, but he tightened it up, and that's all you're asking him. You're not when with a guy like Jared Goff, you're not asking him to win games. You're asking him to do his job, which is to not make worse mistakes. TJ Hawkins would a great game. Yeah, like TJ, we all knew TJ was going to be great. Three yards shy of a 100-yard day, averaging over 12 yards per, per reception. Like, beautiful. Everything you need out of it, man. And, like, it was, it was how he was getting some of those balls. There was a moment where he caught a ball near the sideline, and I saw him trying like hell to stay in bounds. He unfortunately fell out, but, like, he just needed to twist his leg a little bit more and he would have stayed in bounds, and then I don't think there was anyone in front of him at that point. He would have had an easy touchdown at that point. Hawk had that drop. That was a hell of a play by the defender. His timing was perfect. His hands on the ball. The defender just punched it out. Yep. Yep. There was, like, Hawk, Hawkinson is a weapon that teams are going to have to scheme for. And I agree. Yeah, you guys are right. Not a lot of falling down. I know I've been killing Hawkinson about that in the past, but... I've been also told I was overblowing that too, but I believe that he did fall down quite a bit. Uh, let's see here. Am I the only one who thought our defense could be an issue later in the year? This was, by Football Outsiders DVOA, the worst defense last year. I think they got some young pieces, but I think there's going to be dividends for those pieces to pay off. I need to go back and look at that. I thought, I thought when you're talking about just the defense, I thought I think Trey Flowers had a decent day. Um, Tracy Walker had the sack, but he was kind of a mixed bag. Michael Brockers, uh, Michael Brockers, you, you could see his influence early on. Yeah, safety play was bad. Uh, Will Harris is once again a bit of a liability. I'm not, I'm not happy about how Will Harris played. He didn't complete the sack. Yeah, I think he, sh I think he shared that sack with uh, someone else. But, I mean, to, to the point about not getting a lot of, like, you only had three QB hits in the game. Um, we'll see how much was going there. Collins was pretty great. I agree. I thought he was. You expect that out of Collins, though. You expect him to kind of be. Um, did Barnes come in for Collins late in the game? Yes. Col Barnes came in for Collins a few times, I believe. Okay, so I can record. I can confirm from Jeremy we are going to be looking at in about an hour, around 6.30, a little after 6.30, we're going to try to have the podcast. Those of you who are still with us, thank you again. I am signing off now, though. So, Krista, stay live till the pod. I'm, I, I need to go get a shower, man. <laughs> I've been up since 10 p.m. last night. I need a shower. We'll be back soon, everyone.